Hey there, small business owners. Welcome to the Tax Talk Podcast, the premier business podcast aimed at unlocking your unique potential. I'm your host, Jared Colon, and I help my clients do three things. Find common sense business solutions, minimize tax and maximize profits, and preserve your legacy. Each podcast episode will dig deep into an everyday problem that small business owners face, and most importantly, explore solutions to these problems. Are you ready to solve problems? Are you ready to keep more of your hard-earned wealth? And are you ready to preserve your legacy? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Tax Talk, Tax Talk Podcast and the seventh and final episode of Bobcats, Bosses, and Breakups. Before I uh, provide some background on the series, I just wanted to introduce my guest for today. Crystal Saxby is a personal banking specialist with ATB, focusing on residential mortgages, but also opens accounts and various lending products. You will find that she is genuine and trustworthy and treats her clients like family. She is committed to providing guidance and education as you make your banking decisions, and she will work with you to help you see your dreams become reality. Crystal, I just want to say thank you for uh, taking some time out of your schedule to hop on the podcast today. Yes, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. For sure. So before we get into today's story, just a brief overview on the series again. So going back to 2007, in my early 20s, started a flat work concrete company, uh, basically jumped into things, uh, didn't do a whole lot of planning, made a whole lot of mistakes along the way. So the whole series just being focused on bringing in the specialists to look at various areas of small business that uh, you can get a lot of insight, a lot of help from, and just trying to provide some advice to the audience here to help you guys kind of avoid some of these mistakes that I made as a small business owner and some things that I kind of see with my clients today as well. So, hopping into today's background story. So, similar to the real estate and some of the investment ones that we had gone through before, I'm gonna kind of have to fabricate a bit of a story here. I did not purchase a house while I was operating the concrete company. It was a couple of years after the fact. But it always kind of got me thinking about, you know, when you start out as a small business owner, you've got a lot of cash going into that business. You know, what is the best way to not only sustain that business going forward, but to also, you know, put some money away to save for a mortgage is it better to you know make sure that business is up and running fully sustainable before you start saving for your personal goals or is it better to just kind of put some small amounts away you know as you're going along to ensure you know when you're ready to buy that house that you know you've got some funds put away for that so i figured crystal would be perfect to kind of touch on this give us some insight on you know the mortgage experience how it applies to small business owners and kind of some small some tips that we can kind of take into consideration as we we plan out our future 
So topic number one is just some basic information on mortgages. So I guess when we start out with a mortgage, the first thing that comes to my mind is the application process. So what are some of the things that you need to see in from a client to be able to get that application process started? Well, we need to see that they have a down payment. Okay. We need to see that they're employed, that they're bringing money in. Um, and yeah, how much of a down payment do they have? How long have they been working at their job? Perfect. And what kind of house are they looking for? So yeah, there's several different documents that you would need. Okay. And it would depend, are you self-employed or are you not self-employed? Okay. Perfect. So what I would suggest is the biggest thing is do you have that down payment okay. and if you don't have it how can you get it right right so like you said you didn't buy a house mm -hmm. and what should you have done differently did you have a down payment and if not was your goal to get into a house and where was that down payment going to come from because right. there's different ways to do that if you've got an rsp you can right. take money out of that you've got I think it's 15 years before you have to pay that money back to the government. Um, you could get a gift right. from a family member. For sure. So, or start making a plan. How much right. can you put aside for that down payment? Because basically you do only need 5%. Okay. Even if you've bought a house before, you can do 5%, but still 5% on a $400,000 house is still $20,000. Right. So where are you going to get that $20,000 from? For sure. So I would think that that is the biggest thing. Okay. You need to be working for a period of time as well. Okay. So if, if I just got a job mm -hmm. two weeks ago, right. Chances are nobody's going to lend not money. Good mortgage material. <laughs> no. <laughs> so they, the banks or the mortgage lenders like to see two years okay. employment history. That being said, if you were in cement or doing whatever, if you move jobs but we're in the same line of business oh, okay. for two years, they'll take that into hmm. account. Interesting. Yeah. Perfect. So if someone wanted to start the process with you, what is the best way to do that? Is there kind of an online application to fill out? Should they phone into the branch to make an appointment with you? What's kind of easiest and most efficient? Yeah, the first thing I would have them do is call me okay. or send me an email so I can call them. But I want to know what's going on, what are your plans, when are you planning on buying this house? Right. Do you need the money in a week or right. is it three, month, three months down the road? So I want to have an initial discussion. Okay. We can do lots over the phone for sure. Perfect. Uh, we can even docu-sign the documents, so lots of times I never see a client face-to-face, -face. Hmm. but I do want to have an initial 
conversation just to find out their story, what's going on, is is it going to work for them? I don't want to give people false hope and jump into that application and then knowing that it's not going right. because they've got too much debt okay. or, you know, or they don't have that down payment or they just started their job or they're not working at all, right. you know. <laughs> so I don't want them to have false hope. And if they, if it looks like it's not going to work, what can we do to get them there, right? Do they need to get rid of some debt? Do they need a savings plan? We can go through budgeting as well. We've got all kinds of different things that we can do to get them on the path. They have to want to get there. Right. It's a two-way street. Yeah, it's a two-way street. But I'm happy to help give them some guidance of how they can get there for sure. Perfect. So that kind of leads into the next question really well. You know, it seems like I've got no money. How am I supposed to save for a mortgage? And I think that's probably especially true now. I mean, you go to the gas pump or you go to the grocery store and things that cost X dollars before now cost, you know, significantly more than they used to six months ago. So what is the best way for someone to maybe start saving for that mortgage when they feel like they're maybe drowning in just inflation in yes. general? In life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I think the first thing they have to do is make a budget Okay. and get a savings plan. So, and I think, you know, people buying houses now, they think, I need to get, my, a starter home is a $400,000 home. Right. That's what they think they're on. Okay. A starter home isn't a $400,000 <laughs> home, <laughs> you know? So just getting them on the path, like, could you buy a $250,000 townhouse to oh, live okay. in gotcha. while you save for something bigger, right? right? right. Because it's, it's a big difference to save ten thousand dollars for a down payment as opposed to saving twenty thousand. Sure. So, yeah, you have to look at just get creative, okay. right? You can start a side hustle. Right. You know, maybe you can sell something on the side, or maybe you're creative, make something. Just make a plan, think about it, and have a goal and work towards that goal. Because, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a plan, you're not going to get to where you want to go. Very good point. And I like that idea of the side hustle because, you know, I think a lot of these expenses are probably out of our control at this point in time, but something that you might have some control in is you know, finding that little extra income from yeah. whatever the source might be to, you know, and maybe you could just turn that side hustle, that's your savings account or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, being a little bit creative that way might be a, a good way to, to jumpstart that savings. And yeah, saying that a savings account is a good place to start, right? Because you can get your money working for you. Right. Don't just keep it in your checkings account for sure. it's not making any interest. Make makes a very good point. So I think that's kind of it for topic one. Moving into topic two is more directed at the small business owner. So I just want to look at some specific things to keep in mind if you know, you're going down the mortgage route, you are a smart, small business owner. So the first one is just 
personal guarantees, and this was something I clearly didn't fully comprehend when I had that concrete company, and I know it impacted a lot of things in my life going forward. So how would a personal guarantee from a business owner say, you know, he buys a piece of equipment, he's gonna guarantee that loan in the business, does that have any impact then on that individual getting a mortgage? Yes, it does. Okay. Because you've personally tied yourself to that business expense. Right. So when you get a mortgage, you need, it's debt serviced. Okay. So that debt is going to go on your personal, on your personal side. Gotcha. So it's going to reflect if you're going to be able to afford right. a house or not. Okay. Um, and personally, I would get a business loan and not a personal guarantee because one, you know, if your business fails, you don't want them coming yeah. to take your house or sure. your car or whatever. Keep the two separate, right? So, advice. it can go either way, yep. right? Yep. If you lose your house, is sure. it going to affect your business? If you lose your business, is it going to affect your personal life? So, gotcha. yeah. So, I, yes, a personal guarantee is going to affect okay. whether you can get a mortgage or not, for sure. Okay, perfect. So, if I'm in business, is there a certain kind of period of time that I need to be operating? You kind of mentioned, you know, two years of work history. Is it similar for a small business owner? So, for a small business, they really won't look at anything under two years. Oh, okay. So, they want you to be in business two years to see that you your business is being successful, that gotcha. it's making money. Okay. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't even recommend really even trying if okay. you've been in business less than two years. May, if Maybe if you have a huge down payment, sure. Sure. they'd look at that. Everybody okay. has a story and we're right. willing to hear everybody's okay. story. Okay. So, but also I, Again, back to that, I wouldn't want to give you false hope. Right. Right. That's fair. That's fair. So, so yeah, if you've been super successful in that first year, we would look right. at working with you. Okay. But typically, that's not. Dead ends That's not where they like to go. There's like guidelines, and I will say, coming from um, the bro mortgage broker channel mm -hmm. to the bank. I feel like the bank is a little more willing to find a way for it to oh, work okay. than the broker channel is, because okay. broker channel seems to be like this, this, this. Right. We do have that at the bank as well, but we are a little more open, especially at ATB, not to like give a plug, <laughs> but ATB loves small business. So, Good to know. Good yeah, to know. so that is something that, you know, to consider. Okay. ATB does, it's an Alberta company, right. it sure. loves Alberta small businesses. Okay. Sure. So what it, I guess, makes sense then, say an individual is currently employed, 
wherever, maybe considering starting a small business, leaving the employment side behind, but also in the process of seeking out a mortgage, would it make sense then probably to secure that mortgage, get that all fixed up, and then leave the employment and move into small business ownership? Would yes. that kind of make more sense? That's what I would recommend doing if you're, you know, if you're going to qualify for a mortgage, right. if you've got that down payment, get that all in place before you move on. I totally right. recommend doing that okay. if that's what you're able to do. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And then I guess the other thing, and this hasn't come up, I guess, for my clients as much in the past number of years, but I know it used to be a fairly big issue and we had to do a bunch of tax planning to kind of skirt some of this every once in a while. And it was the fact that it seemed like banks favored wages in a more favorable light than they did dividends. And that yes. kind of posed a bit of a problem for you know certain tax planning things that we had in, in place. And sometimes we'd have to move clients off of the dividends for a couple of years to kind of start showing that wages you know, track record. Lately, it hasn't seemed to be as big of a deal. Is, okay. is that kind of a, a thing that you maybe noticed or? I do notice that. Okay. I think you're exactly right. Okay. I think they do prefer wages okay. over dividends. Gotcha. Um, because they want to see that you're personally bringing money in, right? Gotcha. So, so yeah, I know businesses like to write off stuff and it makes, so it makes it hard because it looks like, okay, well, you did have a good right. income and, but how much of that went into your pocket right. or did it go to the expenses of your business right. um, and that being said too they again have to look at the financial statements right. That's fair. so you've done your job we can see what's coming in what's sure. going out so they're definitely looking at the what's happened at the end of the day right, right? so is is that company viable right. and making money? Sure. So, so yeah, I think, again, it's that whole story. We okay. want to see the whole story of gotcha. what's happening. Because if, you know, if there's a lot of expenses and it's a business that maybe is doing, you know, maybe it's seasonal. Right. Maybe it's maybe it's susceptible to right. crashes sure. like what the economy is doing right. you know right. so again it's that whole story gotcha. what's your story how can we yeah we just love to see the whole That's picture good. so you know how do we help you get there and again like that's why it takes you know you don't just get a mortgage just by going to the bank. Right. You've been to your bookkeeper, you've been to your accountant, sure. you've talked to real estate, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, so it's a, have you, have you got all your decks in a row? Right, for I sure. guess is a way to put that. Definitely. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, that you guys are able to look at that whole picture and, you know, say, okay, well, 
yeah, there's no wages here on a, a personal tax return, but you know, if we look at the corporate financials, yeah. you know, everything's strong. There is, you know, money hitting that bottom line, and he's just taking it out through dividends as opposed yeah. to to a wage. And you know, for a lot of small business owners, it's just easier to deal with the dividends. They don't have to put in the payroll remittances on a regular basis, right. and it just works better for a lot of small business owners. Yeah. So, I'm happy to hear that. You know, it's a big picture kind of thing, and it's not just let's look at the first eight pages of the personal return and say, oh, there's no wages, yeah. so we're done. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. And we always, you know, get the notice of assessments and perfect. Look at look at everything. So yeah, as a business owner, we're going to look at those financials, but we're also going to see your notice of assessments as well. Right so yeah good. yeah i think you know there's always purchasing a house is a big deal yeah <laughs> so, that it is that it is and i think if that's what you want to do i think there's always a way to get there for sure it might take longer than two months right it might take longer than a year for but sure. i think I think we're fortunate to live where we do yeah. because yeah, houses, true. you know, if you lived in Toronto or Vancouver, yeah. 20 year olds aren't buying houses there. For sure. They're hoping that they get one left to them, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, and I mean, that's a bit of a, you know, a sad state that, you know, you can put in a bunch of time into, you know, either going to school or a trade or whatever the case is, and you can get yourself a good paying job. And, you know, in some of those markets, it's just unattainable, yeah. you know, at least here in Alberta. Yeah. I mean, some things are probably still overpriced for sure, but there are options to, to get you into that market. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess the way I've always looked at it is, I mean, yeah, even as interest rate goes up, yeah, you're paying X percent per month, but that's a better percent than paying 100% to rent. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to eventually own this thing, whereas yeah. X amount of years you spend paying for someone else's mortgage. So yeah. to me, it's always kind of made sense to, to secure that asset. They always, you know, seem to hold value over the long term, and it, it just seems to be a, a good way to go. There's obviously added headaches with having to deal with the maintenance and all the other things, yeah. but I think you just kind of take those in stride and kind of make a decision that works best for you and your family. So I guess in closing, are there any tips that you have for, for small business owners? Um, for small business owners, I would say, well, kind of like what you said, mm -hmm. if you are thinking of going that way, right. get into your house first. Gotcha. But also get a good accountant. <laughs> seriously, though, yeah. like seriously, because you want those financials to reflect that yep. you can afford to get into the house. So I would say that's my biggest tip: is you want you don't want to be having so many write-offs that it looks like you didn't make any right. money, because that's going to be difficult for you to get into a house. Yeah, and I know that's something we kind of come across every once in a while is, you know, you need to you need to ensure that that individual's got some money there reflected as a, 
you know, an ability to support this mortgage going yeah. forward. So yeah, I think exactly. a lot of people get in this mindset, you know, deductions, deductions, less tax, but you know, it can be a bit of a catch-22 yeah. and, and kind of hurt you on that mortgage side of things. So Definitely. yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. Perfect. Well, Crystal, I just wanted to say thank you very much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. I know it's taken a little bit for us to kind of get this scheduled out, so <laughs> I want to thank you for stopping by. If people do want to get a hold of you, touch base with you at ATB for the line of products that you offer, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, the best way to get a hold of me right now is just to send me an email, and it's csaxby at atb.com so and yeah just reach out if you know me personally then you can call myself <laughs> I will put the email in the show notes the cell phone will be excluded for friends and family only <laughs> perfect so for the Tax Talk podcast I'm Jared Palam thank you very much for listening take care and we will talk soon thank you that's it that's all nice not too stressful. No, it wasn't what? too bad. No.